Due to the graphic nature of this podcast, listener discretion is advised. This season on Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. We both got the same call at 4am. What was said on the other line made absolutely no sense at the time. When police agencies approach you at your regular job asking for help, how do you say no? These are the first responders, and they need our expertise. I had to sit down with my wife and explain to her I was being hunted, that she had to leave in the middle of the night with our kids. I told her to leave her cell phone, leave her credit cards, and and her ATM. Leave no trace. I told her not to tell me where she was going. It was heartbreaking. We could just feel the danger closing in. I drove home a different route every day. I didn't walk outside at night. I stopped answering our phones. When you get to a point in your career where you're reaching the top of your field, you have to pray you don't make more enemies than friends. That's when we decided that we were either going to be the prey or the predators. the other day before I got here I googled myself just to see what's going on what are people saying about Dylan and Dutch and I saw what can only confirm in front of me is you shaved your beard let's talk about this <clears throat> I don't know if shave is really the right word you know I trimmed the hedges we should say yeah uh, you pruned yeah did a little pruning um, <clears throat> and that's that's all it is it'll it'll grow back um, sure it will my beard has vigorous growth, and so I'm not not too worried. I'm not worried at about all. That. But, you know, once in a while it's nice to just kind of, you know. Tighten it up a little bit. Look yeah. A little clean cut. Yeah. You went from ZZ Top to uh, clean cut lumberjack, and it looks great. Yeah. It's good. Good for you. I'm yeah. growing my out a little bit. I can tell. Last week I started... Conditioning my beard with beard oil. <clears throat> it's uh, it's amazing, right? It's it feels good. I feel good. I have more confidence about myself and my beard. When I went to the beard oil store or the market, they asked me which one I wanted. I tried them all, but I really liked Adonis's teardrops. Mm. It has a good gun oil slash jasmine smell i like hmm. that I, I dig both of those both both of those smells and uh my bride likes it as well she gave me the okay very nice welcome well, you're gonna say something uh no not anymore <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get into this welcome welcome to dylan and dutch metal detecting episode two season two episode two right now we are recording this in a hotel room in Montana. That's skipping a little too far ahead. Let's talk about how we got here. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like you heard in the last episode, we did some work for the FBI, and uh, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. We talked. I mean, great lunch. Ate well. And, yeah, I mean, it was 
it was a good time. Met some uh, met some cool people. Met some not so cool people. It took but, us out uh, to drinks. Smoothed yeah. things over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good experience. And I think, like we mentioned too, last we felt like we were giving back a little bit, and that yeah. was uh, that was a good feeling. Definitely. It's nice to feel like we're almost <clears throat> up here in that <clears throat> circle. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely got a little little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they liked our work. And uh, invited us to uh, another uh, case that they were working on. Um, yeah, and I was so excited. I, I was too. I was I was ready to go, and um, you know my schedule was free, and uh, thought, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, the weird thing is, it's in Montana. <clears throat> yeah, so we had to travel a little bit across a few states. Sure. What I found interesting was. I don't check my metal detector. It's always with me. Does Crocodile Dundee, does he check his knife? Does Dirty Harry check his 44? <laughs> does Bruce Willis check his shoes in the Die Hard movies? The answer to all of these questions is... No. 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 So we bring our metal detectors through. And surprise, surprise, TSA uses Garrett metal detectors. Yeah, yeah, go figure. They were... They whisked me away to a room as we're going through. They said, what do you have this for? And I said, it's just a metal detector. They thought it was some type of weapon. After about an hour and a half of questioning, finally our FBI agents who were escorting us through said, no, 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 they're with us. Don't worry about it. And we got to keep our metal detectors on the plane. Yeah. See, my TSA lady that was checking me, she she knew who I was immediately, and she wanted a picture. Because oh. we were in separate security lines. That's right. No, yeah. we were. Yeah, well, I thought mine was going to go faster. I yeah. always choose the wrong TSA line. Yeah. And they always go slow. What are you going to do? It doesn't matter which one you choose. It's going to go slow. It's almost like being at Disneyland. Right. The TSA. Because you wait for a really long time, and then you're disappointed at the end. But the whole thing costs a lot of money. Yeah. What was the one thing that bothered you about this airplane ride? You know, there was a little bit of a rub. We talked about how we felt like, you know, we were almost on peer level at one point, maybe in some aspects of the whole thing. Um, but I really wasn't feeling that when they stuck us in coach. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, I, I would have thought that they would have sprung for at least business class. All, yeah, all the agents... They're in first class. We could hear them. Oh my god, they were crazy. Should we even say that? Well, we're not going to name names. They were seriously very drunk. It was a little unprofessional. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. They one of them pulled his gun out, and another one like tried to stop him from. He didn't fire his, his gun, yeah. but they, they were just taking shots like crazy. All the mini bottles. Clanging around. Yeah, they were rolling back the aisle, down the aisle. Yeah. So many customers. F this and F that. <clears throat> Very unprofessional. What got me, though, was the pilot joined them. Mm. That pilot, I've never seen a man that drunk before. Well, you and I have drank a lot of scotch. We once down that one bottle all to ourselves in about ten minutes. Yeah. We were not even nearly half as drunk. As this pilot. That was a delicious bottle, though. Yeah. It was smooth. Really smooth. Not a lot of peat. No. Aged 16 years. I'm going to refrain from using the name because 
were in talks to be endorsed by a certain Scotch brand. Mm -hmm. So let's, I don't want to have to go back and edit this yeah. later. <clears throat> Rate, well, oddly enough, the pilot, even though he was really ripped, smooth flight. Very smooth flight. Nice and landing. The touchdown was great. Yeah. You didn't even have that bounce. No bounce. Oh. We, we glided right in. Right into Billings Logan. Airport, Montana. Yeah. Billings Logan. Uh, have you ever been to Montana? <clears throat> this was the first, well, I shouldn't say the first time. One time I I did cut through one of the corners of Montana, but I can't really say that I've been there. No. Yeah. I was on my way to the Dakotas. Sure. Billings Logan is a smaller airport. I mean, compared to Chicago, Denver, Atlanta, D.C., even uh, San Francisco, San Jose, LAX. Billings Logan is a, is a smaller country-type airport. Only has a few gates. And it, they whisked us away into, I think, was like an airplane hangar. That's exactly what it was. They had a podium. They had plenty of chairs. Too mm -hmm. many chairs for the amount of people that were there. There were about 20 of us. It, it almost felt like intentionally they did that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. We sit, uh, we sit down. Some guy comes up. He looks older. I'm not gonna say he looks grizzled, but he just looks older. Kind of like a. I wouldn't say he looked nerdy. How would you? Bookish. Bookish. No. Uh, desk job kind of. Yeah. Guy. Salt and pepper hair. Pretty big forearms. Yep. When I looked at him, I thought, "Oh, that looks like Popeye." If he had gotten a college degree, and then joined the FBI. Yeah. And not um, become a sailor. That's a good description. They sit us down, and before they say anything, they give us a warning. You want to tell the listeners what the warning is? No questions. Yeah. No questions. Everything's confidential. Everything. Everything's confidential. Uh, I didn't say, they didn't say top secret, but they kept warning, and they were like looking at us. Mm -hmm. Evidently, someone had been listening to our season one podcast. Mm-hmm. I guess they were impressed, or maybe they weren't. I didn't care. Yeah. No big deal. So do you want to talk about the briefing? Try and be as ambiguous, because this is an ongoing investigation. <clears throat> so, they it, they were ambiguous, too. Um, I felt like I had a lot more questions, uh, which, whatever, I'm, I'm okay with that. Well, you're an educated person, and you're going to yeah. have a lot of questions. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And I figure a lot of answers are eventually going to come come to light but uh basically there was a, a murder um out out in the country out in the out in the bush the back country yeah uh where was it glacier national glacier park? national yeah. park which if i could just hold <clears throat> put a pause on the briefing they could have told us we were going to glacier national park yeah yeah we dressed for like the summer mm -hmm. and it's freezing we had to go into town after this briefing and get some warm clothes and it kind of bothered me Kind of like, they're, they're really keeping us in the dark. Dutch. Yeah. Briefing. Sorry. No problem. Um, so, it, what they told us was, there was some sort of blunt weapon injury. Um, Weird marks on the body. Yeah. Like, I'd say pin-like marks that penetrated the body and went straight through. They didn't give us any photos. Um, no. They did show us a map of the location and uh, the area where they wanted us to search. Right. One of them said might be a copycat. One of them said, is, could this be a copycat or the or the same person? And 
the agent in charge gave the guy a sideways look that pretty much said, shut your mouth. Yeah. This is not for you. Don't elaborate in front of the two civilians is what I, what I read from them. Yeah. So they talk about how the body was found, where it was found, and what we're looking for. And then they said, well, that's where you two come in. And they appointed us. Mm -hmm. And I said something like, can I ask you like one question or because I'm confused about something and what do they say to me? No questions. Yeah, they say no, very rudely. Oh yeah. They fly us all the way out here in coach. <clears throat> had, we were completely starving. They, they just had the snack service on the yeah. drink service. Yeah. And, and I say, well, you know what, forget it. I have better things to do. And I head out. Yeah, you, done. you started, you got up to leave. I had, all my patience was completely gone. Yeah. I did not want to have any part of it. I don't want to sound like some rebel or some maverick. Yeah. Top Gun's a great movie. But I just did not want to, I, I was done with this guy, with this uh, bookworm, trying to tell us how useless we were, but how useful we can be, but... I, I grab Dylan's arm, and I say, hey, Dylan, let's, let's hear this out. We're, we're here, uh, they, clearly they need our help. I mean, they need us. We, I know we don't need them. They need us, but let's let's just hear them out. And I said, you know, for, for you Dutch, I'm gonna stay. I'll respect you, but this guy, this guy, I don't respect. Yeah. So then they assigned a couple of agents to us, a woman and a man. I'm not gonna say their names. They put us up in a hotel that day mm -hmm. to rest. Nice hotel. Yeah. A lodge, almost. Not, not the not same hotel they were in, though. No. Every time they kept doing stuff to us, I kept thinking, well, what are they <clears throat> giving the agents? There What's was, that about? There was such a difference between our first outing and this one. That, no, right. Our first outing, it almost felt like they were buttering us up. Almost like a tryout. Yeah. How did they know I was going to choose lobster at lunch? <laughs> right. I don't know that they did. They took us out to lunch. Yeah. Benny Hanna's in Montana, which made no sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to elaborate why. Figure it out. So we go to Benny Hanna's, and the guys are chopping things, and it's pretty fun. And again, the agents are going to be escorting us the next day. Today, we're really getting hammered. I mean, they're mm -hmm. drinking their, their lunch. A lot of sake. Each one of them drank, like, at least 11 sake bombs. You find that weird? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it might be some sort of thing that they do in yeah. the FBI. Like, they have to go through some initiation with that. Or... Sure. Did you find it <clears throat> weird that someone said copycat? What does that mean? Does that mean, like... Uh, I I did hear that, but I don't know. It I, kind I, of blew... Like, it was weird. Yeah. I don't know why. I started trying to think of, you know, any of the other murders or anything that I'd heard of recently. Sure. I... We're all the way in California. Yeah. Who knows where these... Yeah. These are... And we don't have, like, access. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. We are totally in the dark. We're just... We've just been flown here a couple thousand miles to metal detect Glacier National Park. Did you also find that kind of weird? Which part? Now that I'm thinking about it, and I want to get to what we found and, like, everything and... But did you find it kind of weird? There are dozens of metal detecting 
hmm. groups in Montana. I mean, literally dozens. Hmm. Ever wonder why they would choose us? That was a question that was on the back of my mind after that briefing. Hmm. But anyways, so we wake up in the morning. Why they had to wake us up at 5 a.m., I don't know. And the agents were giving us a rundown of what's going on. Dutch, you want to explain to the listeners what these agents were saying about today's <coughs> jaunt? Yeah. It was really similar to what, you know that uh, one case we did uh, for them previously. Yeah. Where they had uh, an area marked off, um, not as clearly, and it was actually a much wider, um, a broader area too. Um, there was going to be a lot of, you know, going through bushes and mm-hmm. creeks and... Um, but they, they didn't tell us exactly what they were looking for. No. Um, it would have been helpful. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, they said go and, uh, find out, you know, what, what you can. This is where generally the, uh, we found the, the person who was killed. Um. They gave us, uh, uh What's it called? Uh, latex gloves. Yeah. Wear. Yeah, yeah. And uh, pen, pens and stuff like that, Ziplocs. Yeah, and they sent us out, and we were doing our search, and they were on the outskirts letting us kind of do our work. Right, they, they gave us a lot of leeway. Do your thing. They didn't mark off a grid, they just said in this general area. I think because a few weeks ago, when we helped the FBI in that other thing, and you just went beyond the grid... Mm-hmm. And stuck to your guns, and you followed your hunch. I think that's maybe that's why they brought us in. Maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, I I can think of why they brought us in. I mean, clearly we have a reputation, but like you said, there's so many. It's plenty. Detectorists in in Montana. Frankly, it's not that hard to. It really isn't. If you if you know what yeah. you're doing, it's not that hard to metal detect. So we're out there. A couple um, hours. Yeah, and we're. Going around, getting hungry, and yeah. need some... Here's the best part. Yeah. We stop for lunch. They bring another chef out. In the middle of nowhere, they bring a chef out. They start cooking pork in truffle oil. Do you know how hard it is to find truffle oil? It's really expensive. Have you ever tasted truffle oil? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. It's incredible. What did you have the chef make you? Um... <clears throat> You know, I that day, mm-hmm. I had a real, real hankering for a, a Reuben, and so Reubens are good. Uh, but I, I, I did want some of that truffle oil too, because yeah. that was that was looking mighty tasty. They have limitless resources when it comes to food, and craft service. They even offered me a beer. Did hmm. I tell you that? Did you take it? No, it was domestic. Oh. <laughs> Good. All the beer they offer was domestic. They're very... They have a lot of pride about our beer. Yeah. I didn't want something domestic. Because, obviously. There's some good American beers. Can you name some? You know, I've I've heard the saying that the best beer is is the one that you're drinking. Um, That's a good point. So... <clears throat> is that for I, you? I, I don't know. It might be. I can't say it's for me. Dutch. The best beer is the one you're drinking. Yeah. I can't wait for your first beer endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not drinking beer. I'm not having alcohol tonight. Huh. No alcohol. I'm you know what? I'm actually, this 
It's kind of a rarity. I'm, yeah. I'm not either. I kind of felt like I wanted to have my wits about me. Yeah. Just because there was some just kind of odd things. Like, Why were they on the outskirts when we were metal detecting? That's one of the things I was thinking, too. We didn't really talk so about that. So let me explain this. We're metal detecting in this small little creek area. There was blood. I did throw up. I feel ashamed to say, but there was a lot of blood. I haven't seen that much blood since we'll get to it later. So uh, I did throw up a little bit. After that, they just let us do our thing. And they were really... They, one was up on a hill with binoculars, not looking at us, mm. like looking from far away. As, and we could barely even see them. Yeah. It was yeah, weird. It's, it's, it was almost like they weren't interested in us. But at the same time, I don't know FBI, I don't know investigations and police investigations, all that stuff. Yeah. We really, I mean, we really kind of don't. Our thing is metal detecting, which is yeah. what this whole podcast is about. Yeah. You want to <laughs> talk about the first thing we found? Uh, well, the first thing I found was a Capri Sun. Yeah. <laughs> Unopened. Yeah. What a waste. But you know why? Did it have the straw? No. Of no. course not. Yeah, that's why. So, uh, it, it wasn't a waste, though. Yeah, that's right. You opened it. How old was it? I don't know. It's probably from, like, mid-90s. Sure. It's fine. Judging by the, you know, what flavor was on it? the front. Uh, it was a Tropical Punch. Oh, that's the best one. Yeah, right? Whenever you go to parties and they offer Pacific Cooler, I just throw it back. <laughs> Tropical Punch is the best Capri Sun. Yeah. If good. you hand me Pacific, what, what did I say? Pacific Trop, uh, Cooler. Pacific, Pacific cooler. cooler. I completely forgot. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to throw it in your face. Yeah. It's a, it's I, a huge disrespect. I was getting a lot of um, false readings, I guess. It seemed like there was a lot of iron in the ground. The right. creek was running almost red. Like, the, the amount of iron in the creek, and there was quartz. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I had my bones about it, this would be the perfect place to, like, go panning for gold. Yeah, absolutely. We didn't I, find any, but... I was kind of wishing, actually, I, I had know. a pan with me. I made a mental note on the GPS that if we ever came back, we would definitely come back to this area because there had to be some gold in that creek. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. We also found... Almost like BBs or something. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Just in the, like a couple areas, a couple just smaller areas. Mm -hmm. That was interesting. <clears throat> How many did you find? So I found like 15. I found a small handful. Of, yeah. Yeah. You know, there was... You're, you're talking about how the agents were, you know, standing so far away. Um, there was 1.2 where I, I just turned off my metal detector... Yeah. And started started using my other senses. You know how you can get so focused in on one sense, like maybe your sense of sight or, yeah. or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that to happen. And so I just turned off the metal detector so I could use... Your second Make sight. sure I had all of my senses, yeah. And yeah. Uh, that I was experiencing the whole terrain. Sure. And not just one aspect of it. Uh, came across a wildlife camera. That's right. Did you see... You saw that one? You you motion your eyes to it, mm -hmm. but they probably aren't listening to this podcast. We didn't tell them about it. No. When I got closer to it, I wrote down the serial number on it. It was not it was not a scientist wildlife camera. This is privately purchased. And it didn't have a uh a SIM card either. No. 
So because I was looking for one because I was gonna yeah I was gonna snap snatch it out and upload it to my phone sure um, but there wasn't one it it must have been a wireless connect connection he, here's where we kind of go off path a little bit they sent us out there to just look for metal look for bullet fragments or any other type of metal in the ground. They didn't say, and because it's all hush-hush, they didn't say, hey, if you find anything else, let us know. Yeah. But that wildlife camera was pretty far off. There's no way they would have found it. No. But for your prescience. Prescience? Prescience? What's the phrase? Like ESP. Premonition? Sure. Not a premonition, but you had this feeling... Mm. And I saw you, you closed your eyes, you knelt down, and it was as if you were one with that area. Yeah. You turned your head, because you felt like there was some foreign object invading the space, and you looked dead at, at the camera. Well, I felt like there was something watching me at that moment. You were right. You know how you get that feeling. Absolutely. If somebody All is the time. in a room with you, but... They're I not making a noise. I think it all the time when I'm driving, when I'm sleeping, someone's looking at me. Yeah. That's what it felt like. And yeah. that's what directed me to, yeah, look over there. Yeah. It was it was wild. I think, are we breaking the law by not telling them about it? You know, it was, it was so general. When they sent us out there, they didn't really give us a whole lot to go on mm. and a lot to say... In a way, I felt like we're sticking it to the man. Like, yeah, that's what you get for not telling your metal detectors everything. And if, you know, worse comes to worse... We're not slouches. You're a science teacher. Yeah. We we know what's going on. Maybe, Maybe we should tell the agent tomorrow when we wake up. They were really excited about those BBs. Let me tell you. They were. See, yeah, it was like that's what they were looking for almost. Well... I overheard one of them say that there is blood found on some of them. Hmm. So maybe that was... Because there are all those dots in the photo on the person's leg. All the dots. So maybe that... I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't do forensic anything. (sighs) Just detect metal. And this is all just, you know, fresh in our minds. Yeah. What was nice is we just got back from a pub. They took us out to get some drinks. I didn't drink anything. I want to keep my wits about me. Mm Mm-hmm. Because on, we go home tomorrow, and uh, I don't want to ha- be hungover or smell like alcohol. Or... I did have a great divide. What's a great divide? Well, it's a Montana beer. Is it really? Yeah. Was so it good? I wanted to have one, you know, when I was in Montana. Okay. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. That sounds great. Just one, though. I mean... <sighs> it still bothers me. I'm just going to say it again. It still bothers me that there are... And we did a Google search before we started this podcast. There's about two dozen metal detector agencies in this area of Montana alone, in this county. Why us? What? What are we providing that some other metal detecting agencies aren't? Yeah. There was a metal detecting uh, group that was meeting there at the pub. Yeah. That very night. And it burned me not to tell them what we were doing. They came up to us and were like, Oh my gosh, Dylan and Dutch! Please, autog- give us an autograph. And like the, the one of the that guys, Darren, his uh, great aunt was there. 
she was like in her celebrating her 85th birthday. She was so excited that you were there. Yeah. You have a huge fan base. Yeah. We signed autographs. Uh, we took photos. <clears throat> Went up on Twitter that night. I mean, they tweeted it. Yeah. yeah that was retweeted about 27, 28,000 times. Did I say Great Divide? I meant Big Sky. Big Sky, okay. Well, great, great Divide is Colorado. Oh, psh. Yeah. Colorado. Another great place for beers. And gold panning. Exactly, yeah. We... So anyways, yeah, so that's, it's still kind of bothering us. Any metal detecting club can, can I think, can do the work that we did. Mm-hmm. Will they have found that thing that you found that I'm not going to even mention again? Probably not. Maybe that's why we're here. Do you have any lasting theories on why Dylan and, Detec- ugh, Dylan and Dutch metal detecting is in Montana on some FBI investigation? Why waste the coach <coughs> airline tickets? Why waste $400? I have to say, I'm stumped. I'm racking my brain. I'm really trying to figure this out, but I have not come to any kind of theory that I'm, you know, happy with yet. It's almost as if they're, like, putting us up there, like, as bait. 